Heels of wrestling. All right, guys. So last night we got y'all the uh, quick three count uh, review for Great Balls of Fire. But today we're back again with the full review so we can give you guys a kind of an outlook of where we see Raw going after Great Balls of Fire and give a more in-depth review of some of the matches from last night. And we brought back our special guest. You heard about him from our last episode, Mitch Hastel. Mitch, you know, sign off for us. What's up, guys? Mitch over here from uh, HasteltToy.com. Throw the small plug in there. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here, guys. Thank you for having me. You know, it's, uh, it's my lifelong dream to be, uh, to be on a wrestling podcast. So you, uh, you made my dreams come true, you know, and uh, I appreciate that. Well, that's what we do with heels. <laughs> heels make dreams come true. Absolutely. Shout out, shout out to all the heels in wrestling. And we and, talk about Dolph Ziggler a lot because Dolph yeah. Ziggler's awesome. Oh, and yes. Joining us back again, we have Wesley and Bobby. Bobby, guys, shout out to yourselves. What up? What up, Dolph Ziggler? He's the man. <laughs> all right, so Dolph Ziggler clearly gets no heat from this podcast. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Mitch, yep. give us your overall vibe from last night, man. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you're getting. I, uh, I'm going to give it a solid, um, maybe like a seven or an eight. You know, as far as an overall review. That's what we gave it to. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't uh, I wasn't prepped for this, people. So just so you know, that was uh, that was straight from the heart. You, um, you know, I don't know if you want me to go into like details. I'm sure we're going to cover match by match, and you know, hopefully, yeah, we'll yeah, be here yeah. for the entire time. What was your but, favorite uh, match to start with? Yeah, oh, yeah, a couple of us have already given like our preview, so you and Wesley can kind of kind of have the floor for a little bit. Ah, oh, man, um, you know what it is, man. I'm 35 and I'm getting old. Uh, you got to give me. Uh, can somebody give me the the quick? I know there was the women's uh, match. I know the Samoa Joe match, yeah, obviously. Yeah. We had the cruiserweight title match, the pre-card for uh, Tozawa and Neville. Actually, a solid match for once. 205 yeah. Live, you know, um, no disrespect to the 205 Live people. Um, not a giant, you know, not a giant uh, fan of it. Uh, I don't watch it every week. However, um, don't hate me, guys. But, um, but I think Neville was doing a phenomenal job. Uh, I think... Um, we're not reviewing the matches, but I, since you mentioned that, I figured I'd go on for a few seconds. Um, I think Neville is disgustingly underutilized. Um, I think 205 Live is great for him, and I feel like it's kind of like just they, they put him there because they had nothing better to do with him, and then he kind of took the, the ball and ran with it, and um, just on Neville, per se, uh, and I think, um, I think he's got so much, so much potential. It's untapped, and uh, I love yeah. the heel thing. I think they, you know, had they put him in a... You know, I, you know what it is, too? I think a lot of guys on the current roster, like on the Raw and SmackDown roster, like, uh-huh. you got a lot of talent there, but I think a lot of them, they may not be able to keep up with him. That's that's the, the conclusion I came to with Neville. Um, I feel like he kind of like... He, from that way. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, there's a lot of talent. Like I said, don't get me wrong. You know, you got your Rollins, you know, all that other stuff. But uh, I think, 
you know, I, I don't know. I don't know if he pissed somebody off at some point or another, or if it's just because he's short, and you know that's how they treat people that are short a lot of the time. Um, <laughs> the high, man. It, Vince yeah, you know, is, 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 he yeah. hates people that are short. I gotta have my giants. Yeah, my giants, my big guys. Yeah, look at what they did with with them. Um, and you know, of course, veering off as usual. I do this a lot, so maybe you guys will never have me back again. But um, you know, j- jumping over to um, the modern day Maharaja. I think uh, what are you guy's... talking about? May he reign for a thousand years. <laughs> that guy is awesome. Okay, he's awesome. Terrible. Oh God, he's terrible. No, no, that guy is awesome. Um, maybe Corporate not, maybe not three love. three band, you know, three man band guy, three MB. Maybe not so much there, but and and I don't think it really had anything to do with. I know in their eyes it had a lot to do with his jacked up appearance, which you know I'm still debating myself whether or not it's genetic or uh, you know growth hormone, but. Um, it's got to be a little bit of something. It's got to be something, man. There's no way. It's not halal food. It's not. But um, I think I think definitely um, you know, he definitely stepped it up, and I think he's he's really awesome, and he's definitely like an old school. And like I said, man, I was born in 1982, so we had Iron Sheik. We had, you know, later on down the line, you had Muhammad Hassan, and you know, guys that took that uh, that route with the uh, foreigner, and you know, Yokozuna, even though he wasn't from India or whatever or the Middle East, or whatever the hell it is. Um, but, uh, you know, those guys, those guys are, like, sorely missing in wrestling. You needed a guy like that. You know, that, that guy who hated America, you know, and... Uh, you He's know, Canadian. That's what I'm saying. But you know what? He plays his role so well. Look, Muhammad Hassan was Italian, dude. He looked like he was Indian, you know, or, you know, Middle Eastern, or whatever the PC term is. I don't want to yeah. upset anybody. Well, to get back, Canadian, to get back Canadian, on the track, the best to get back on the track. Anyways. Yeah, to get back on track, uh, to get back to the night. Uh, well, so the ma- next match was Bray and Seth Rollins. Yeah, Bray and Seth. Yeah. No, I uh, that that match was was okay. You know, it was a uh, a little dramatic at the end when they did the cutaway pre-recorded scene. Um, I agree. You know, um, I think uh, I I just don't understand why didn't somebody didn't just get in the car and pull it forward? They would have been able to get him right out with the door smashed in the back. That was the no 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 part no. where wrong match, wrong match, wrong match. Yeah, Brain, Brain, Seth. Brain, Seth oh. Rollins. Yeah, you threw me off there. I um, uh, that was actually a good match, and I'm glad that Bray Wyatt went over. See, I thought so. it should have been a later match. Yeah, yeah it should. It should. We all said that. We all said that last night that it, it, it was kind of a little, a little, you know, a little it's early. Underwhelming. The story is underwhelming. It, it, I think it is, and you know what? It's another guy, Bray Wyatt. Why? You know, like, yeah, he won the match, you know, but it's like. Why is he so underutilized? You know what I'm saying? Like, why did they give him like a two week title run or whatever it was, month long? You know, like the man is like obviously it's- over, like like nobody else. You know, and uh, has one of the best entrances in current wrestling today. You know, uh, next to the Undertaker. You know, in my opinion, but I'm an Undertaker Mark, so you know whatever. Um, and I'm also a Bray Wyatt Mark, obviously. Um, I think it was great that they got him away from those, the Wyatt family. You know. Um, but uh, you know, because he had the spot, he has the spotlight himself now, and I think he can do so much more. You know, you know. Thankfully, he did the whole heel ending. He poked the guy, you know, poked him in the eye, Seth Rollins, and uh, gave him the uh, sister Abigail and finished the match. You know, so that was a cool finish. You know, like I, I had no complaints. Keep it simple. You know, it's one of the things I learned in wrestling is, as long as you keep it simple and it makes sense, you know, go with it. You know, but uh, you, you trained in wrestling, right? I did for a little, yeah, a few years. <laughs> a few years, nothing crazy. You know, I probably have a few videos floating around on, um, on YouTube from the Elks Lodge, you know, the ECW Arena in uh, Queens Boulevard over in Queens. But uh, 
you know, nothing, nothing, you know, crazy. I never made it to, you know, WWE or anything like that. But okay. uh, yeah, but okay. um, but yeah. So um, I I don't know. I can't. I can't. I like I said, they were all pretty good. I, I think they were all pretty solid. Um, um, the women's match. Yeah, I was thinking of the women's match. I was about to ask you about that one. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I feel like uh, it was a kind of a lackluster finish. Like I get the whole idea. Like you know, I pissed people off that were there because you know yeah. she did the intentional count out. You know, of course. All right. You know, I get it. That's cool. It's a heel thing, right? Like the guy who grabs the belt and runs and gets counted out, and then everyone's like, you know, the guy in the ring is like, what the f? You know, he's holding his hands up. Like I was supposed to win the title. You know, blah blah blah. Um, so not bad. You know, Alexa Bliss, I like her. You know, she's hot as hell, obviously. Yes. Um, you know, nicest booty in wrestling, in my opinion. I um, called it the match of the booties. Sasha yeah. Banks versus Alexa it's, Bliss. Yeah, come on. You had to throw Nia Jackson there with that booty, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no, definitely uh, Alexa gets my... Mickey James, man, still looking good, you know? I uh, you know, I met her twice. She's a, she's a good-looking woman in person, too. It's just weird. When you see her in person, she doesn't look as look anything like she does on TV. Strange. She looks like a totally different person. All right, so uh, what do you think about the end zone cast match? Uh, bullshit. I, I think it was complete crap. Thank you. Uh, I don't think he should have ran, steamrolled him like he did. Um, I Why? think it should have, it should have at least been what? Why though? He is the cast up. I love it, man. You you should get one of those Austin shirts. It says instead of what it says why with the skull question mark. I love it. Probably that's should, gonna be man. that's gonna be your thing. I my slogan. <laughs> Marcus <laughs> on the back. Marcus three sixteen on the back. Boom. Oh, you know? it's gonna be ten thirty four. But I. I but I, you know what it is though. I, I, lo- I gotta say it. You know, we we only just uh, kind of started uh, this whole thing, and I, I love that he asks why. That, that, that's that's awesome, no, in my but, opinion. But, but why why you uh, why do you think Cash in his squad? Because the only reason that, you know, the only reason that he steamrolled him the way he did was because you yeah. know Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is whacking off to him because he's seven feet tall and he's still. He's still. Yeah, yeah, you can't teach that. Exactly. But he's also waiting for the next Kevin Nash or. The next uh, Undertaker or next big guy, like that's why Roman Reigns, even though he gets booed out of the building every night for the most part, I know it's like 70-30 because um, there are the little kids and the girlies that like him or whatever, and that's a whole other story. But the point is, the, <clears throat> the the thing with Cass, it's like, you know, the only reason they did that was because they're trying to push him as a singles guy. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel yeah, but like he's too soft. To. Right. He's too soft. Exactly. You know, he doesn't, WrestleMania, you know WrestleMania main event between Big Cass <laughs> and Roman Reigns. Is, is you were supposed to say no pun intended when you said that, but that's fine. I'll, I'll say it for you. Um, no, I can't have Roman Cass in the same ring right now. Dude, that's, no. got, that's Vince McMahon's wet dream, I'm telling that's you. That's what I'm saying. He wants but, that. To, in a perfect Vince McMahon world, Big Cass gets over so, ba- so big as a heel and Roman gets over so big as a face, and that's his WrestleMania main event. Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, come on, pal. <laughs> you know that's man. what you want. You know that's it what is. You, uh, you know what it is? I just think, um, <clears throat> I don't think they should have steamrolled him. I, I I just, I felt like it was such a weight. Like, why even have the match then? Why didn't they just... I didn't want the match to happen. Why didn't they just well, say... Sure and, I said that on the pre-show. He didn't want the match to yeah, happen. Yeah, I said on the Listen, pre-show. I thought it was going to be a waste of time. Enzo, yeah, is, Enzo is still over AF, guys. Exactly. Right? That's what I'm saying. He, he's match, awesome. Right, and well, that was awesome. But there's no way to there's no way to not get. That, that's what I'm saying. That this match was a waste of time because there's no way to to transfer Enzo's overness to Cass with a beatdown. Like there's nothing that that there's that yeah, they're gonna I be agree. able to do. 
So well, it, was, any, it was a waste of time. It puts Enzo more over. Like it makes it puts people make you want to. But that's not. But that's not the objective that they're that they're hoping. It doesn't for. matter. I don't understand what's it. Happen. I don't. I would understand if. That, I mean, I get it. That I know that that's going down. Enzo's getting bigger and bigger every promo. But that's not what they want to do. What they want to do is build up cast, and they're not getting right. there, and so they're just wasting their time with this. I feel like they happen. just over. They overlooked Enzo. I feel like he's completely. He was completely overlooked in this match. I just feel like. It was, it was, like you said, it's 100% cast and 0%. Like, he came out there, and you know what? Yeah, his, some, some of his promos are long-winded, but you know what? The one he did last night was awesome. It was long-winded. He got a huge-ass pop when he came out. I call it his retirement speech. He, he... They're going to split up. I think after SummerSlam, they're going to do a mix-up, and they're going to split them up. I, I feel like they just yeah, should not. Yeah. They should not be near one another anymore. This yeah, is it. Yeah. You know yeah, what? Keep them away from each other. It's been because they're also, they're always going to be tied to each other, and you're just going to drive that into the ground like like Miz and Ambrose. I wish right. someone would go down yeah. where Miz and Ambrose would just get split up at this point, off. so they can't touch that because they can't. So they can't touch that feud anymore. Hundred percent. Hundred percent with you on that one. I just, said, just transfer one of them to SmackDown. Hopefully Enzo, because I feel like he would fit better with that with that current landscape of of SmackDown. He would be much better. So take take him off for all. Leave Casson with the uh, the raw, you know every you know. But the thing is too with him, raw is a lot of BS. When you watch it, you know SmackDown's mostly all the action. Raw is mostly all the you know backstage promos, all the nonsense that goes yeah. on. The yeah, you know, the I, would, I would honestly prefer Cass on SmackDown, especially with the whole Carmella angle. It's it's there. It's a, a storyline's already built. That's in. why we probably get to see him beat the crap out of Ellsworth. Yeah, but you know that they'll deliberately be spiteful and not put him on there just so he's not going to be with his girlfriend. You see that exactly. they do spiteful things like that. You know, how, how the Miz and Maurice, I guess because Miz, you know, kisses a lot of ass backstage that he got, you know, and he's in their movies and he's all this other shit, you know? So I think he he kind of... um. Dude, uh, imagine the end zone AJ Styles promo. Just imagine that promo, how sick it would be. It would be know. awesome. That's what I'm saying. The match was, but the promo would be fucking phenomenal. You gotta send Enzo to SmackDown. He's gonna he's got a lot of little guys there that he's not gonna look so puny. You know what I'm saying? Like because they're not gonna want that and all sort of crap. You know, so stick him over there. He's got a great promo. He's got he could definitely sell merch. You know, he's 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 awesome. You know what? Maybe he's not the greatest wrestler in the world. You know what? You don't have to be. That, that's what I say. You know, as long as he bumps and doesn't take another one of those nasty rope neck bumps where he knocks the shit out of himself and he gets passed out, you know, then he'll be okay. You know, just take it easy with him. You know, don't have to ragdoll a guy in every match. You know, it's like he's not a bump machine. He's not Shawn Michaels. You know, so <laughs> you know, it's, nobody uh, is. <laughs> so the next so. the next match was the Hardys. The Hardy Boys versus. I that, uh, I, that was a pretty solid match, man, for a thirty-minute match. It kept it, it kept my interest the whole time. Really, you know? I, it didn't it didn't do that for me. Mm. I'm probably because I hate that they took the uh, crowd out of it early with the uh, two three <laughs> friends. Yeah, that's what I was gonna. I was yeah, that was. I was like, that, I wasn't a fan of the early early pins like that either. Plus, yeah, their, promo kinda... was, their promo was terrible. Which one, the, uh, the you know, my boy. thing on the Hardys is I feel like we're just all waiting for it now at this point. Even the even delete? the fans subconsciously, yeah, we're wait, we're wait, we're waiting for Matt to break at every yeah. every point now. I'm just like, okay, come on. I feel like they're just dragging it out. They just keep adding another match to the Cesaro and Sheamus feud because they're hoping to get that settlement with Anthem Sports to right. be able to use the Broken Universe, and it's just not happening. And it's like it's getting old now. They either need to move on or he needs a break or something. But well, they you can't know, keep they, doing this feud. The minute they get that thing, you know, it's it's gonna happen. Like probably two weeks after after they get that lawsuit settled, it's gonna happen two weeks right after. You know, it's the there's, there's no question about. It. I don't know, man. Well, no, why have not the give the give the give it's theirs? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I got sold a while ago. 
Like, well, I don't know. Like, I, I, no, I think you know, they're working. They're working. So they're no, working on. No, no, that Anthem deal got done. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I I had heard that they were still that they haven't used it because they're still working out the the deal on what on who gets what or what the royalties are going to be on merch and stuff like that. That's what that's I heard, right. man. Yeah, that's it's, what I heard. I don't, they, I don't think it's settled, settled yet, yet on, that, on, the, on the details. Maybe the legality part of it is as far as like them acquiring it because it was like their idea supposedly, and then that's why they took them to court and all that stuff. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't... it's been settled. Yeah, Anthem owns it. The, the the lawsuit between Matt and and Anthem has been settled for a while. Anthem owns right. it. What, what what's in question now is that WWE is trying to get the rights to the Broken Universe from Anthem, and that's what they're working the details out on. Okay. That's what's holding up. Supposedly, that's what's holding up the whole Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy split. Right. Well, but, in any case, you know, once once everything is, you know, I'm I'm sure things still need to be ironed out, no matter what. You know, what I'm saying, uh, I don't think it's it's as simple as that. But you know, I could be wrong. I don't know the. You know, I, I'm not gonna speak on something that I don't know 100. You know, if I'm right or wrong. Um, all I'm saying is, it's definitely 100 true. Like you said, that people are just waiting. Like it's almost like that anticipation. You know, for. Uh, for christmas eve when you're a kid you know it's kind of like you know or a hanukkah if you're uh, you know on the uh it's just celebrating yeah, that's but, what i'm waiting for i'm waiting for the for, for <laughs> break and for, and for the, the crowd wants to they're already chanting delete and it's not even prompted yet like we we all want to start chanting delete it's, it's we need to have it happen right and they're already doing it it's just like it's just a matter of time before it's acknowledged i guess you know like 100 yeah. percent, yeah but um but yeah i thought i actually enjoyed that match i wasn't that uh you know, especially the last like five minutes, I thought it was pretty, it was pretty solid. I, I agree with the whole like, you know, first full and like the first few seconds. I thought that was a little dopey, um, with the brogue kick and everything, whatever. But uh, I always, I always like the rush, fit, not the rush finish, but you know, the desperation finish where you're trying to get that pinfall right before the clock runs out, and then it runs out right. before the pinfall. I always like that, but like I said last on last night's review too, I just didn't like that that Cesaro picked up the pinfall on on Jeff off of the the, the impact of the swanton, like he just rolls him up quickly after that i didn't like that right. he could have hit him with the neutralizer he could have hit him with anything even if you know what i'm saying like it's just a strong move right. or something stood him up and just on. do something yeah i got you I, I agree with that I, i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with that one i think um you know but it's also like the whole thing with the, the first full too i think it's kind of like a shameless trademark didn't he win the belt off of daniel bryan that way at wrestlemania that time oh uh, yeah he just kicked seconds. him and won the belt you know yeah, that's true because triple h is basically yeah. sucking Sheamus's dick oh well, more yeah. or less I heard he was taking it in the ass from him, but I mean that's you know that's in the arse, the arse, in the arse, the arse, <laughs> fella. All right, fella. But uh, but yeah, no, I, like I said, I, I didn't mind it so much. I didn't think it was terrible. I mean, for a thirty-minute match that you knew, like no matter what, you were suckered and you were cornered and you were basically unless you had to go take a leak or you went to the store or something, you were definitely sitting there and you had you had to basically pay attention to this thirty-minute match. So for for something that. I'll give you know you that, what I'm saying? That for, for something you already you knew you were going to be watching for 30 minutes it was it was entertaining right. enough to keep your attention for that and i'll give wwe props or even the whole i've noticed the whole concept of the iron man match has been making a, a slight comeback over the last mm-hmm. few years just in the 30 minute mark at least you don't see the full hour iron man matches as much but you have seen them throw in the 30 minute iron man matches yeah. so i think that's pretty cool in, in today's current product like uh, you gotta thank you gotta count your blessings that it's not a 60 minute Iron Man match anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's funny. Cause like they tease it a lot though. Like they do the two out of three falls, <laughs> right? You know, like they do like the two out of three falls, like every other raw with them. Two right. guys. So like, it's not a match you haven't seen before. It's just, it's something they're trying to put together all from one pay-per-view. What I'm saying is like from a lot of the matches that I've seen on, like on raw specifically, uh, cause SmackDown, honestly, I can, 
like if I have my DVR on, if I, you know, I usually miss it because I'm out with my kid or whatever. We go out to dinner, we come back, we got shopping, whatever. The story is, you know, like SmackDown, I can sit there and I'll, I'll forward through the commercials. But I'll, I'll, for the most part, for that two hours, I'm watching the whole thing. You know, yeah, Raw, I'm with you. I'm the, I'm the same way. You know, Raw, it's like, you watch it and it's like, I don't know if it's the fact that it's three hours. Why does it got to be three hours? Like, I understand what the, you know, but now, especially with the brand split, like, once they split the brands, like, does anybody share the same opinion that they should have went back to two hours? Like, do they need three hours? Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like they take an hour of that and they fill it in with crap, you know, just to, just to keep it going for three hours, you know? Like, I don't know. I, well, I think a lot of people... Of, oh, go ahead, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, to wrap up just on the pay-per-view before we talk about, you know, getting to Raw and things like that, how did you feel about the uh, Joe and Brock match? Uh, it could have been so much better. But I mean, realistically, did you expect anything from like from Brock Lesnar? Did you really expect? I mean, once it hit the ten minute mark, I thought they were going to go longer. It was a predictable finish. I mean, at least if you're, you know, over the age of uh, thirteen and you've been watching wrestling for more than three years, you saw him with the the first coquina clutch that he put on him. You saw that he was set up. If you watch it, you see it has his other arm that he doesn't do the F five with was under was between his legs, and then towards the end when he went for the the last one. It was so predictable that his his arm was perfectly placed on between his legs that you knew he was going to pick him up. You know, I don't know if it's just me, but that was really predictable. Like he knew it was going to happen. Like it was just. And then one F five to one F five to finish off Samoa Joe, who was supposed to be this big tough bastard, and this big pit bull guy that you know is unstoppable. And he choked out uh, Brock Lesnar and made his face turn purple, which was awesome, by the way. Um, and then. You know, one F five, he finishes. Not no cheating from Paul Heyman. Not a clean finish, just like that. One F five. I thought that was bullshit. That's just my opinion. I think Especially I, since he wasn't beating him down beforehand. He had he he was being choked out. So he went from being choked out to gasping for breath. I mean, I know it's got to be the suspension of disbelief. But if a man that looks like Samoa Joe, I don't care how big you are, is choking you out like that. You just go and pick him up and throw him into your finishing move, like not even, you know, nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I feel like the second Paul Heyman cut that promo, you knew exactly how it was going to end, and yeah. it did. It ended the exact same way that Paul Heyman said. I uh, suplex, I suplex, know. F5, done. That's exactly that was what it. But don't forget that you know the counter of the coquina clutch into the F5. That was so uh, creative, you know. I, I like the way the match started when I when the match first started. Oh. That first minute, I was like, "Holy shit! What, awesome. what are we about to see here? Are we? Are they really about to go through Give him the strap? Are, are they? Gonna, yeah. Are they really gonna take, have Joe take the strap off him? But then, then it turned into a typical Brock Lesnar match, and that's just that's a shame because for the first minute or so, I was really into the match. I was really interested. And when Brock's crawling into the ring, and he just, I'm like, "Wow, dude!" Yeah. And the bell rings. Is 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 Joe just gonna eat him up right now? Is he just gonna choke him out and then? It looked like it was going that way, and then yeah, it ended the way. And it then it didn't. And then it didn't. <laughs> and then it didn't. I, I I'm you know, like I said, the minute he went through that table, that kind of like, I guess they did that purposely. I mean, if they if they if they're capable of doing things like that anymore, because I honestly have very little faith in the booking uh, committee at this point. Um, whoever whoever the hell does it, um, if it's those writers or whoever the hell's you know you know in the end, Vince McMahon has the final say, but whoever's coming up with some of this stuff. Um, I just think, um, I think that you know they put they put that in the beginning to kind of give you a little bit because they knew going into it that I'm sure they read the, the uh, internet polls and all this other nonsense and everybody thought knew that Brock Lesnar was going to go over so it was like oh let's do this in the beginning so it kind of like swerves people a little bit and they kind of think that Samoa Joe has a chance 
you know, and it kind of worked because I, I got to say, like, you know, I was like, at one point, I was like, all right, 30% chance that Brock Lesnar is going to lose right now, you know, and that was me being foolish, of course. And then, you know, of course, uh, what do you call it? Brock Lesnar goes over in the end anyway, so it didn't really transpire that way, but whatever. So where do you think he goes after, after this? Where do you think he goes to for SummerSlam? That's another thing. You're talking about Lesnar or Samoa Joe? Yeah, well, I'm talking about Lesnar, I mean, and Samoa Because I personally, I said last night, I think that this isn't done. I think that the way it finished, the way that they just portrayed it at the end, how Lesnar looked winded as fuck, and how Joe looked like he was he just got caught. He looked angry because he looked like he knew he just got caught with a, with a move that shouldn't have beat him. I think they might just keep this going because I also think that they're going to keep Roman and Strowman going. I See, I don't. I think Roman and Strowman is done. I think Brock is gonna go uh, is gonna go with Roman Reigns, and he's gonna lose to Roman Reigns. That, that'll uh, probably come at WrestleMania. Man, I hope not. I really hope. No, not. it'll come at SummerSlam because dude, but... he can't. A part timer can't hold the championship an entire year. There's no yeah, way. He's done it though. He's. I mean, well, he's not already done it. Yeah. He no, he did it from part. SummerSlam. He did it from to, from SummerSlam to WrestleMania. But I mean, still, that's that's a big chunk of the year. But I, I get what you're saying. They go from from WrestleMania to WrestleMania without dropping a strap and only defending it like what maybe a handful of times, like four or five is what he's gonna probably get to. And not in every show, like he's not doing regular shows. You know, like he's yeah, not. Yeah, that's starting to hurt it. And I it mean, is. It it, it hurts the hurt belt it. value. I, I was one of the proponents for. Uh, I mean, I'm an I'm an old school guy. I, I like. You know, Ric Flair going to territories and being the world champ and all that. And the world champ travels. I get that. But, you know, Brock's just sitting at home. That belt's not traveling. It's just at home. It's not like it's making appearances on other, you know, on other brands or anything like that. You know he's like, he's sitting in Minnesota hunting like deer and stuff. Like, what exactly. with a belt. Exactly. hanging out with Austin. <laughs> that's what I'm I, talking about. So, like, I, I don't like that. I think it's time to, to, to get somebody. But then again, that's, a, that's the next question. Who other than Roman, which I would think is a horrible idea, who else can even take that belt off him? Who's big enough to take that belt off him? Ron. They, sh- they should have. I mean, I think they should have done that finish I, a lot. If they, had, if they had done that finish differently, then I feel like they could have set it up for a rematch or there would have been more to it. But the way they did it was like he didn't get screwed. It was a clean finish. Like there was, there was no Heyman like interfere. Like I could see if he was if he was passed out and he had him in the the sleeper hold, you know. And then you know Heyman jumps up on the apron and starts yelling at the ref. And then you know he has to release the hold and he comes over and he grabs Heyman again and he puts him in the he puts him in the sleeper hold again, you know. And then like as Paul Heyman's passing out, you know Lesnar comes from behind and like knees him with one of those knees and he gives him the F five again and pins him. Then it's like, all right, you screwed me. You know, now there's the rematch at SummerSlam or some, you know, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Or how, you know, how are they going to work it out? You know, a, a no-holds-barred match or Heyman's in a cage match or some crap like that. You know what I'm saying? Gimmick match, you know? I would love but. to see Finn Balor beat Brock Lesnar. I don't think they'll ever do it, man. I don't think they'll ever. I would love to see that. I would love to see love it, too. To see that. that was the whole, uh, I mean, that was one of the things I was, I was so ashamed about. Not ashamed, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I, felt, I was so sad about when. Daniel Bryan retired is that we'd never get that, you know, David versus Goliath. Cause I, Daniel Bryan would have been the perfect guy to tell that story. Um, well, Daniel Bryan still wants to fight Cody Rhodes. Y'all, y'all read that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm dying to see it, dude. Cody versus Daniel Bryan. I mean, they already had a good WWE match. I don't think WWE likes the David Goliath story ever. If it's not, not important, not important title matches. No, because they, they always go David. They, they, they don't like, 
tapping on the Cody Rhodes uh, Daniel Bryan thing, or Bryan Danielson, because I'm sure that's what he's going to call himself if he goes there. Um, what um, what do you guys think about like, will he be welcome back to WWE with open arms at that point? Like, if he goes and like doesn't renew his contract and goes plays independent guy again and then comes back, do you do you think that? Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Never take him back. So he knows that. He knows that by doing that, he's gonna not only go against what you know what they said to him and what their doctors advised, but he's kind of like burning a bridge in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, um, look, at, look at Cody. But, but his, Cody's, his not gonna come back. Cody's not coming back either. Cody yeah. will come back. Cody will come back eventually. Cody's gonna, no, Cody's gonna make way more money on the independent scene. No, but he'll come back eventually once he like just like Drew, Drew Gallows. Yeah, look at what happened to him though. Yeah, he well, Drew, Gall- Drew Gallows is only a tag team, so he can only make so much money. Cody's going to make way more money than Drew Gallows. Ever yeah, but made. they buried those guys already. The Bullet Club. I mean, come on, they were awesome guys overseas. You know, they they had such street credit coming in, and then look what they did to them. Like, they, I just feel like they underutilized them. They jo- started jobbing. Like, then they broke them up in singles matches, and they were jobbing. Like, I feel like they were totally, completely underutilized, and I feel like that doing that to those guys who had this unbelievable following and like cult following and, you know, all this other stuff. I think that leaves us a, a bad taste in the, 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 any guy that's out there right now to come back again, you know I mean? But WWE is notorious for this for years. They've been doing this to people. Look what they did to Vader going back to that. Like they, think, told, they totally fluffed him. You know what I'm saying? I, I think <sighs> if Kenny Omunga comes back and Cody Rhodes come back at the same time, it would be a drastic push. Like they'd be tag team champions, and they'd be individual champions. Like Cody's whatever. Not one. coming back. They're, they're, they're coming back. He'll be back. Why would Cody come back? Why would Cody come back? Because the, eventually that becomes that becomes like you know what I'm saying like the last the last crowning jewel. Right. It becomes yeah, about a pride thing, like a legacy thing. Cody wants to. Cody already did. Want to conquer the one place that he couldn't conquer, the one yeah, place that like, his father couldn't conquer, the one place his brother couldn't conquer. He's so gonna want to want to try, what, try that. Understand. If the money's good enough, the money's, bro, he's better good out, enough. the money's better outside WWE. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. The, the prestigiousness you go, is in WWE. Yeah, that's what it is. Exactly. Well, you go out of WWE. Right it is. You make, it yourself, you make yourself big it enough is. for them to want you. How's, how's the prestige better in WWE right now when every week we're bashing the quality of half the matches? <laughs> that's why. That's that's why. New, New Japan and Ring of Honor right now are known as the better wrestling promotion. Absolutely. 100%. But uh, they don't have the better more money out there. Why but household names. But household Cody just put on an amazing them. match. Cody just put on an amazing match with Okada. Someone who can't, who, someone who he can't have an amazing match with in WWE. Yes. Well, my my better. question is, did you see that match? Yeah, yeah I watched it. But, but how, watched many, it. I was say yeah. how many people that didn't match? watch it, though? We're all we're all marks. You have to remember that. Right. We all probably I, saw wait, it. Wait, but no one's watching how many casual right fans saw that match? If Kazuchika Okada's walking down the street, how many people are stopping? We're going to know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Do you think he cares walking down the street when his merch is still selling, though? I, I'm not, yes. I'm not, yeah, but I'm, what kind I, of merch think, is he think, selling, though? Like, I think Cody Rhodes wants to be the Okay, let's play this. He's not selling WWE merch. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I don't know, guys. I think you guys are underestimating the independent scene money. No, it's no, getting it's no, coming no, around again. And I look, think the, I, look, I don't think it's the money. I think it's the prestigiousness. Like right. WWE is yeah, through exactly. the top tier of wrestling. And if of you're what, wrestling, wait, 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 wait. What, what yes. do you mean? Top tier of what? What do you mean? It's always going to be the major leagues, no matter what. Everything's right. always going to be the top league. It's It'll never come around again. There's nobody's ever going to knock WWE off the pedestal. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Never yeah, that doesn't mean you got to come. That doesn't mean you have to come back. If you I don't think, think him, he does. I think enough. he has to. If you're Listen. hot enough in the independent circuit and you think you have enough push to be successful in the WWE, why not try? 
It's just like AJ Styles. There's Why only, did he come back? He sucked in WWE. Cody, wait, wait. I, there's only two guys in WWE history. Well, one and a half because one of them might still come back. But there's only really, really only Savage is the guy that never really came back. Bro. That's right. Maybe else that didn't come back. Who Bret Hart came, came back. back. Who Warrior came back came and back. had a better Robert run? Back. And Savage. Who came Austin back? Austin came back. Who came back with a better run. Austin didn't Sa- even come back to a better run. Well, Savage was on his way back. Unfortunately, he died. I mean, he, he was on his way back, though. Don't forget, he signed that deal with Mattel. They made that figure. I'm just using my figure knowledge at this point, but he did okay, sign let me that. Ask you, let me he ask did, you he this. was let me on ask his way back. Then. Okay, yeah. Daniel Bryan gets cleared. He runs the Indies for five years. You think he'll come back? No. Yeah, no, no, because no, they will no, run him back out of spite. But he's already reached the top, bro. He's already had so his Cody's, Cody's the Ring of Honor champion right now. But that's not the WWE champion, though. Listen, you gotta also think about it this way. Like, okay. you know how they always say, you know how they always say that history repeats itself. Yeah. All right. I'm I'm only like seven years older than you guys. I'm third. Like I said, I'm 35. But you know, so I have maybe a few years of wrestling experience over you guys. But, and you know, you can look up any kind of facts you want, except for Chris Benoit, because he never existed. But the point is, <laughs> it's like history repeats itself. You can't ever say that no somebody will never come back. Okay. Hulk Hogan. Almost put Vince, helped put Vince McMahon out of business with the whole steroid thing and all that nonsense. Eric okay, Bischoff. and he came Eric back. Bischoff. Eric Bischoff, single, you know, used Ted Turner's money to almost put him out, and they hired him back. Then the um, the whole Nash, even though they left on good terms, you know, Vince McMahon had to be a little bit, uh, you know, bitter towards them. They came back. So once they started, okay, 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 I take your point. I agree with your point. I agree with they point. killed Bret Hart's brother, at the time, at <laughs> and he still yeah. came back. But where was he going to go? Where was Bret Hart going to go? Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was. He was, he was well off enough TNA? that he he was well off enough. He didn't have to go anywhere. He just yeah, chose Brett to come back. Bret doesn't have to go. Didn't have to go anywhere. My point. My, the point that I have is hold on, hold on. Like, Bret Hart came back just because you threw it out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna capitalize on this a little bit. Bret Hart came back for one reason, and I'll tell you what it is, and, and I'm, almost, I'm almost 100% positive that I'm 100% right about this. Bret Hart came back because he wanted, he knew that if he didn't ever came back, that for the most part, his legacy would have, would have not been as glorified as it is now that he came back and he made amends with Vince McMahon. If he never came back and he was a bitter fuck and he died and you know, never, never made his peace with them, they would have, they would have you know, still glorified him. him. Yeah, they would have bashed him. Right, they would have glorified him to a sense, and he would have been like his legacy would have not, like I said, wouldn't have been shining. He, he would have had those DVDs. You tied to WWE. He had no choice. Yeah, but he had money. It's not like he needed money to come back. No, but he, he, needed, he needed a legacy. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. But, that's but, the other reason no, he came no, back. He was already retired. If you're a wrestler the from the '90s and the '80s and like the early 2000s, okay, WWE was the only show in town. Or where no, are you going to go? No, TNA. TNA is trash. Now, well, nowadays, I have Ring of Honor and and, and um, New Japan. I don't need WWE, dude. Yeah, no, oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I, 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 I like I like oh that that's an option. But you have to look at it this way: who who's one of the top three wrestlers in the world right now? AJ Styles. And, and AJ remember. Styles had that option, and AJ, AJ Styles only- chose to go to chose to go to WWE to finally get that last step on uh, of his legacy. You know what I'm right. saying? He was already because he needed an American WWE. crowd. He needed an American crowd. And there was, was I, I guarantee you, there was a lot of. There was a lot of footnotes and there was a lot of subtitles in you AJ Styles in AJ Styles contract. Okay, let's I'm sure he, he, he no, made it a point. Mm-hmm. He made it a point that he, he he knew coming in that he was the outsider. And he he I think he was smart enough to to put that all out clauses in his contract where he knew that they weren't gonna bury him because they did a and no pun intended, but they did a phenomenal job with him. And I'm gonna say he's the one guy. 
that I can say off the top of my head over the last 20 years that came over from WCW or TNA or wherever the hell else they came from. And they, they treated him like, like royalty when he came in. Exactly. Exactly. They had no choice because he was. was. But he is, yeah. But, but that, that doesn't make a difference, dude. There was those guys that came over there that got the chef because he was either the Triple H regime where he, you know, was burying everybody and everybody that came no in. Choice. No, but I they think, did have I a think, choice. I they buried both. Look at what they did to Sting. It took Sting a lifetime. His Sting took a lifetime and they jobbed him out at WrestleMania, his first match in WWE ever. And it was Triple H. Where else was Sting going to go? That's what I'm saying. No. Where was he going to go? Ring of Honor and and, and have a he match with some twenty-year-old? He had enough money to retire. He, he could have retired. I'm he sure he could have retired. Of a WWE but WrestleMania he ch- moment. He charges hundred dollars an autograph at his at his autograph signings. Okay, <laughs> he could he could have you know I'm sure he would have been very fine and very well off and he would have been he would have been okay with never ever coming to WWE. I think but, the only people that won't come to WWE are the Young Bucks. I know. I think they're coming. I honestly, they no. said they said had they. I read somewhere that they if had they said that had they known AJ was coming, maybe they wouldn't have signed resigned with New Japan when they did. They might have just jumped to WWE. They're gonna come to WWE. The ones that I think aren't gonna come to WWE are, are a few of the of the Japanese born wrestlers like Naito. I've already heard him say he's gone on record saying uh, he has no interest in coming to WWE. I don't know, uh, I don't know about those know. Japanese guys, man. Now that you got Shin- Shinsuke Nakamura, man. like look at what they're already doing to him. They're almost trying to make him like you can almost see like that that he's starting to talk and he's like that was part of the mystique of his whole character. He didn't really talked that much. You know what I'm saying? Now look at him. Now he's going yeah, on. And he's got that broke. He's got yeah. He's got that broken English with that fucking mouthpiece in his mouth. He can't understand what he's saying to begin with. Plus he's got the accent. You know, I always was a huge fan of the Japanese wrestlers. You know, friggin' uh, you know, uh, Great Muda, all those guys. You know, especially in WCW because they seem like the only people that ever gave a a, a real chance to these Japanese guys. You know. Uh, I think, um, you know, I, I think that they're already dropping the ball with him. I, I, I'm very leery about guys that are Japanese descent or, you know, Asian descent or whatever, and they come to WWE because I always feel like they get the short end of the stick. Look, they took a guy that was a freaking Samoan and they turned him into a Japanese and they pushed him to the stars, you know? <laughs> then you got guys that are actually born Japanese, you know, yeah, and, and, and they can't yeah. do squat with them. You know what I'm saying? Why is that? You know? I don't no, know. I, so what, what about the whole... Uh, I just think the Paul Heyman up. Oksana rumor. You think that's going to happen? The what? Oh, the what's what's her name? The NXT Championship chick, uh, Oscar. Oscar. There's a rumor about her being a Paul Heyman guy. Please oh. keep Paul Heyman away from her. No, that's just not going to work. I good. love I love Paul Heyman. I love Oscar. They got to just keep, keep that win intact keep and, and him up, away to from the, her. up to the main roster. That's the best way to debut her. You keep her winning through NXT. Keep the win streak intact, and like I said, transfer over to the main roster. Just saying, look, I already beat, I already won my way through NXT. What's up? What's up here? I think that that's a perfect way to do it. One day, you know, you have uh, either a mystery opponent or something like that. You know, do it in New York, where it's you know it's a hotbed, or Chicago, or somewhere like that, California, you know, or Florida, whatever it is. You know, a big event, and then she comes out, and then that's, you know, that's the deal. You know, I think that's that's the way it should be done. I don't think Paul Heyman needs to get involved with that. Exactly. You know, my my thing is once Brock eventually you know because i already feel like his luster is already it's you know i, I feel like it's already dwindling it's been no, how many years will, already always draw you know but he will but i don't feel like i feel like people care less now you know what i'm saying like they Brock care a lot Brock always draws but it's like how many it's still times now it's still seven eight super suplexes and then and a couple f5s like it's gonna get old eventually he hasn't done a different match since he probably the last time brock had any type of different type of match was when he had that hell in the cell with taker a few years ago right 
You know, Other than that has been pretty pretty basic matches. I just think, you know, eventually when Brock Lesnar's done, depending on how old Paul Heyman is at that point, I think they should make him like a GM or a manager again, or one of those guys like this, you know, the commissioner or some shit. I think it would be a good idea for Raw, you know, um, to, to have him. As, It'd be uh, a SmackDown thing, not a Raw thing. Think so? Yeah, for sure. I don't know yeah, if they throw, history, they throw... Yeah, I history of being a SmackDown GM. Uh, yeah, but I, I think Raw could use him more. I, I don't think they need him on SmackDown. I it think that Shane, Shane McMahon is doing good there, you know, like as, as the face, you know, the whatever, the front man, whatever you want to call it, you know, because you know he's not really writing everything. So it's like, you know, I think people like Shane McMahon for now. Yeah, when, when Daniel Bryan leaves, who replaces him? No, yeah, it's got to be true. it's got to be somebody fresh like that, you know? Like it's got to be somebody that, uh, you know, a younger guy that's maybe partially retired. It'll you know. be Diamond Dallas Page. You watch. <laughs> <laughs> that would hey, be just, awesome. Come on. I mean, he's busy. Back, but just to get back to that last one, I hope. Yeah, I cannot wait for Daniel Bryan to leave, dude. I just, I, I, I don't care if he ever comes back to WWE yeah. at this point. I'm gonna I, make I, a prediction right now. To, my, to bring him on. I'm gonna make a prediction. Well, my ahead, my man. prediction is. I'm sorry, Marcus. Uh, ahead, my 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 prediction is this. I think that when it, t- it comes time for Daniel Bryan's contract to expire. I guarantee you that they say, all right, we're going to give you one match with somebody safe, like The Miz, which I thought was going to happen months ago. I guess it never happened. And maybe they were trying to, set, trying to set that up and it never worked out. But it's going to be somebody like that that can, you know, you know is not going to hurt him for real, whatever it is. And I think that they'll finally give him one last match at WrestleMania, and it'll be at the main event at WrestleMania that year. But it's going to only happen in a year's time when, oh, I think it's about a year, right? His contract runs out or something like that in a year. Um, it's like, it's like so, three months from now, isn't it? Is it? No, no, no it's, it's at the end of next year. <laughs> I thought I remember hearing a year the other day. But um, I, that's the, that is the time that they'll give Daniel Bryan the opportunity to wrestle one more time. One more time. And I'm sure it's going to be one match. And like you mark my words, it's not going to be against Brock Lesnar who could snap him in half. No, it's it's gonna not going to be. They've already planted the seeds there. Right? <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's kind of like they kind of forgot about it a little bit. But I think it's going to be. You know, I think it's going to be somebody like that, somebody safe. You know, it'll be somebody that can just tap him in. You know, it's not going to hurt him. But then, what do they do after that? Then he goes back to being the SmackDown now, uh, whatever the hell he is, or no, goes no. Then he leaves the Ring of Honor and starts putting on. <laughs> but no, that's the stipulation. See, they're going to wait until his contract's about to expire. Oh, and tell, expi- him, and tell him right. If you stay, but you right. have to stay. I don't that's know. the I don't carrot. Think I don't think Daniel Bryan's built wow, like that. That is a think- horrible uh, carrot. That's not a carrot. That is a cat. They're going to dangle it. No, no. He wants to dangle it. Wait, wait, wait. You're telling me Daniel wait, wait, Bryan, wait. who wants to wrestle, would Hold take on. one match to be a GM for the rest of his career? No, I don't well, think maybe it's not a GM. Maybe they'll give him a trainer role or they'll give him a commentary you're role. You're telling me That's someone who wants to wrestle will wants take to wrestle, one match yeah. to never wrestle again. Yes. And he you could be that guy. He could be the guy at this point that could take New Japan slash Ring of Honor to the next level. He's that big. If he steps what? Do you guys know that you can apply for a contract? He, all right, hold on a second, guys. Let's not forget here that there's a couple of things, and it may be because it's because of my life experience. I don't know what it is, but the man has just became a father, dude. He has financial responsibilities. I'm sure they're not living – they live on that farm or whatever, but they're not living like yeah. – you know, they're no, not living Daniel, like kings. <laughs> they have financial responsibilities, and he's a dad hey, now. They're getting that total Bella's money, bro. They're yeah, getting yeah. right. Exactly, but if he leaves, he's not going to get that total Bella's money. But she's, no, he's she not will, leaving. Realize how much money these will, indie guys are making. We ain't going anywhere. Have, you, have you ever heard one of these Kenny Omega interviews where he talks about you know how much he's getting paid? I guarantee you that he doesn't leave. They're going to give him oh, some. I think, yeah, I, I think the intrigue wrestling. is there at this point. He's I not going to make more money wrestling. 
No way. Yeah, there's yeah, no way. Yeah, he built. He doesn't have any merchandise right now. Uh, he's he's no the, what do you mean? He's still got the yes shirts. There's still in the audience. No, they're not for sale right now on the WWE website. He goes to Ring of Honor. He gets way merch. He can go no. to New Japan. He can do appearance all fees. That. You see, all that. Exactly. And he gets the honor, the, the glory of being I, like that guy. That I, guy that I thought him. about this a long time ago, and I'm telling you, this, because of his life situation, and you want, I can, I want to go wrestle right now. I'm 35, right? I want to go wrestle. I was never on this, obviously, anywhere near the status of Daniel Bryan, but my knees are blown out. All right. I'm 230 pounds. You know, I'm five foot eight. My, I've gained weight. I had a kid, you know, again, I'm not in the same situation and I'm not anywhere near comparing myself to Daniel Bryan's life because obviously I'll never be on that level. You know, I've, I've, I've you know, I've accepted that, but. I want to go in the ring right now too, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go be in the ring with my broken knees that I'm, you know, I can still wrestle a few moves and fall and take a few bumps, but I'm not going to do it because I know I have responsibilities. It's the I same think- thing. If this man cracks his neck the wrong way or whatever the hell happens to him, he gets dropped up by some guy that, you know, maybe that, that not necessarily doesn't care, but you know, he's not going to put his, his life. He's not going to make it to the point where he can't hold his wife's hand and walk on the beach with his son or daughter, or whatever it was. I can't remember. But uh, he's not going to do that. That's the thing. But if, if you're going to have one match, you don't, he's not going to just take one match. I don't know, man. Yeah, we'll see what happens. He wants, he, wants a, he, wants a career, he wants his career back. You got to understand. Yeah, but he's not going to do it. They didn't take his one match away. They took his career away. He still had, in his mind, he probably still had five, six years left, and it turned yeah. into one real, really just one comeback match at WrestleMania for the IC title, and that was it. And it was, it was pretty much yeah, gone because again. he was hurt again. But that's yeah, what I'm he's saying. He's having been, no seizures or whatever. Maybe he wasn't telling them about it. And he's yeah, having but if no seizures. It's medically clear. There's no way he's accepting one match. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's not. He's, he's not going to accept just one match and oh. just not to ever wrestle again. He's going to want to leave. And I'm telling you that just the the prestige of being that guy because I think he's that big. I think if you you take Daniel Bryan and the Yes Chant to Ring of Honor and New Japan, it's going to be a phenomenon. He's going to. Yeah, be, but he's did gonna, they uh, did they trademark that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, did, I'm did not they, sure they, they probably did, but that's not going to stop people from doing it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know, man. Pause, hold on, hold on, hold on, guys. I think the big thing about whole re- the whole retirement thing with Daniel Bryan is if he retires from the WWE, they'll still sell his merchandise. If he retires from New World Japan, they're not going to sell his merchandise. No, because they're they're like kind of like one of those so, things where they're going to go with like the, either the bigger legends of New Japan, like the guys that you know were there for decades and decades. Or they're gonna go with the current guys, you know. So, so if Daniel Bryan wants a constant income, he has to retire from the WWE, who will sell his merchandise. Right. He can always come back later on and sign the legends. Mm-hmm. Legend. I don't know. I don't. I can't see him ever leaving. I, I think if he leaves, he'll never come back. I they think- will take. They will take him back for a long time. I think he will. The way that the indie mar- the way that the indie world is set up now, you right. don't even have to sign a. You you could be a, a, a free agent basically. All you have to do is be. Be a contract, you know what I'm saying? Just, independent you know, contractor. Yeah, yeah, independent contractor, basically. So he doesn't have to even necessarily sign with anybody. He could just yeah, go but do, you know what? do a run. The, the, He's that the, big to where he could just get booked independently on ROH shows or New Japan shows and stuff yeah, but like that. How much you also have to look at it. Piss off Vince McMahon if you left. That's what I'm saying. He's going to be tight. And you know what? You're going to look at it from Vince McMahon's perspective. Also, he's not going to want to miss this. He's not going to want to miss this WrestleMania main event match. He's going to want that. So he'll. He's going to he bend. He's way. He he's got his head way too far up Roman Reigns. No. I guarantee it. Ryan's next WrestleMania match. He's not. I would. I would look that. at Roman Reigns as a safe guy too. Don't don't be surprised if. Uh, Somehow that gets thrown in there too, where it's Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. 
because he's not going to hurt anybody either. You can see that he's a big dude, but he doesn't hurt people. Yeah, you know? yeah, I, I could see, I could see that. They, their their one fast lane match was was actually pretty good. It was one of the better ones. It was that that, that Roman started having. There was a double know, event on that. Wasn't there another I match? The, I think the prestige now, dude. I think that just the 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 perception of wrestling fans, at least wrestling marks like most of us, is the New Japan's where the action's at now, dude. New Japan slash Ring of Honor is where is where the best wrestling goes down, and I think he wants to prove that hey, don't forget about me because I'm kind of one of the guys that started this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's all hearsay anyway. It's all hypothetical talk. We don't know what's, we can't go in, you know, unfortunately we don't have time machines and we can't go back and pick up a million Hasbros and we can't go in the future and see what's going to happen with Daniel Bryan. So yeah. all I'm saying is, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to, you know, just place your bets, gentlemen, and, uh, you know, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I hope you guys talk to me before then, but, you know, if it's a year, it's fine. I, I accept that. You know. <laughs> no, he's saying we'll see what Daniel Bryan does in a year. Oh, okay. I didn't say you check we'll back with me in a year. I'm like, I'm still alive. You know? But, uh, but yeah. And uh, so was that it for the paper? Oh, then there was the match that I skipped to when I, when I confused you. It was the... Braun Strowman match. Yeah, I don't want to take over the... Uh, Mar- Marcus, go ahead, buddy. I mean, I already talked about the Ambulance match. What did you feel about it? I, uh, like I said, I think that, that that whole thing at the end was completely ridiculous. <laughs> The whole like pre-recorded like segment. I didn't like. A lot, of, a lot of people are saying that that was Roman turning heel. I didn't feel that way. I, I, I didn't, didn't think that either. A lot of people are calling it a, a double turn, and I mean, I personally no. didn't feel that way. No. Roman can't turn heel. They ain't gonna do that. They need him to need him to be the the face. Yeah. He's tried to turn heel so many times it hasn't worked. It's not gonna happen. I think. Uh, I I guess the the match itself was okay. You know, it was it was to be expected. It was what it was. You know, you didn't have the two technicians, you know, <laughs> that you had, you know, with the, uh, you know, other match. Like I, like I said last night, I thought that match was, it, it, it over-delivered for me because I didn't it was think good. it was going to be that good. And yeah. I, 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 didn't, I don't I, think it was the match over-delivered. I think it was the post-match that over-delivered. I think that I, thing way over-delivered. And physicality over-delivered, the post-match over I, it's just everything. I didn't think I'd like that match. Listen, being the, wrestling, was. wrestling is the, is, you know, you have to use the suspension of disbelief. We all know it's a work, okay? But at the end, you know, when they did the whole thing with that, you know, like I said, that pre-recorded footage, um, you know, they uh, they put on that match four heats later, you know, um, and nobody even saw the finish of it. They heard the bell ring and here's your winner, heats later. Um, yep. But, you know, which is kind of disrespectful, I think. But in any case, um, they uh, they couldn't just show that on the big screen and, you know, people could have taken a piss if they wanted to. Like they had to put him in a match where they weren't even showing the finish. That was kind of messed up, in my opinion. Um, so I, love back up, I love Heath Slater. He's awesome. Um, and I'd love to meet him too. I think he's probably a really cool dude to hang out with and have a beer. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's got kids, man. You know, I'd buy him a beer. First round's on me, man. Next and trip, a, two and on you. Yeah, double wide. <laughs> that was an awesome segment. It that was. one, see, that one, that one was cool and it made sense and it was funny. So, but anyway, so he backed the, the ambulance up, right? Could, yep. could they, could they have just saved all that drama and just somebody got in the, and, and put the, put the ambulance and drive and just pulled forward. And then they could, they could have just got him out of the broken back doors that, uh, did they really need to pry open that side door? Does that you know make any what, sense? You know what that, you know what that whole thing reminded me of? And I, I'm, I don't know if you guys remember, I'm sure you guys remember. It's a, it's a pretty classic one 
with the the early '90s uh, funeral parlor where the uh, uh, Ultimate Warrior gets the hand was caught. Yeah, and the yeah, and the and the casket, casket? and they're just trying yeah. to pry it open and they can't. That's how exactly yep. how I felt last night when I was when I was watching. I'm like, that pry, you're not even prying the right spot. Like, why are you right. prying right there? Like, what are you doing? It, it, it was stupid. It was, Come on, yeah, it was I mean, stupid. I didn't like that. Had, they, had they crashed into the thing. And then he limped away like he did, which was kind of cool. He sold the whole, he had whiplash because he just crashed into a wall, which made complete sense, like realistically, right? And then they could have just opened the door and and he would have crawled out all bloody, the same way he was with the fake blood on him and everything. Did they need to have that fucking Jaws alive for 10 minutes? And I think, I thought that was a complete waste of time. And again, I think the little guy saying, Ron, you're going to be okay, Ron. Ron, you're going to be okay, Ron. Jamie Noble with his southern accent, you know, like yellow like that, you know. He's cool, man. But, uh, yeah, I, I, like I said, I think that was a complete. The match itself was good. It, like you, somebody said over-delivered. I don't know who it was at, at first. But, uh, and, and I, uh, yeah, and I kind of feel like it's, it had the same feeling about the tag match, too, like the 30-minute the Ironman match. It kind of over-delivered. It over-delivered, like I said yesterday. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a five. And yeah. for it to come out of seven and a half, so, you know, eight, I, I thought that was, to me, that was great, especially for us. For a raw pay-per-view. For, really for a pay-per-view that was some nonsense name with a logo that looked like a cock and balls, all right, it, it definitely over-delivered with a 7 or 8 out of 10, I think. So I'm totally in, a, in agreement with you on that one. Absolutely. So. So is Triple H going to have a match at SummerSlam? You guys think? I hope not. Does anybody really want to see him wrestle anymore? Uh, well, apparently he wants to see himself wrestle because the man buried everybody in history, like literally everybody in history. Like yeah, even his own best friend Kevin Nash, who came back, had a small run, and he had to bury him in every match. He's like, gonna, come on, he's gonna keep doing it. It's it's what he's known for. You know, it's uh, you know, I think the one thing that uh, this is going on to another topic, and I'm just gonna make this brief. But the one thing that CM Punk um had right when he did that podcast, um with Cole Cabana when he first got, uh, when he first walked out was that the one thing about Triple H was hundred percent true about him not losing to him and, and stuff like that. Um, I think that was the one thing. And most of the other stuff that he was warning about, I kind of didn't agree with at all. That's again, this is a whole nother topic, but I, uh, you know, he was hundred percent right with that. And congrats to him for having the balls to at least say that, you know what I'm saying? Um, so my, as far as a worker at Triple H, like maybe he was great and he got injured a lot. And people always like kind of discount that, you know, but, uh, you know, he wasn't professional. He didn't do drugs. He wasn't one of those party guys, but he just buried everybody. So that was his, uh, that was his bane. It does, does. It's still, still a current yeah. thing. Still a current thing. Yeah. You know, so I'm not, you know, there was a time in the mid, you know, early 2000s, whatever, that I did like Triple H a little bit, you know, like when he was fighting Foley and, you know, Royal Rumble 2000, I thought that was a great match. I'm really surprised um, he didn't bury Goldberg. Like that surprised me a lot. But he did. <laughs> no, but he I mean, did. It it wasn't like his match that buried him, though. You know, like. Well, he came in that he was in that elimination chamber. Goldberg was in the elimination chamber with him. He had that great spot where he punched through the glass, and he, uh, you know, broke the glass and everything. And everybody. Oh, no, no, threw- no. I'm talking about like the modern Goldberg, like the. Oh, you mean now? I thought you yeah. meant then because he definitely buried him back then. And he I'm hit him with a sledgehammer. I'm surprised he didn't bury him like in the past like year. Like I'm surprised yeah. that didn't happen. Like in a forever ending burial. His poor Sting couldn't even escape the clutches of his uh you know burying hands, you know. <laughs> he couldn't escape the shovel. No, because yeah. that's because Sting Sting was the only one who didn't make it out the alliance without L. So get that L. I think uh I think he should have went over at WrestleMania. 
Oh, I mean, of course he should have. Sting should have got over. He should have got his one WrestleMania win, you know. Yeah, come on, man. No, he he definitely should. I mean, he's got two pay-per-view matches, a loss to Big Show and a loss to Triple H. No one's happy about that. No, he he had that one big moment. The one big moment on Raw, the Raw when he won the tag match. (laughs) No, no, the one where he, the one where he debuted. Where not he debuts, but the one where like they're gonna debut the statue of Seth Rollins. Yeah, yeah, it's singing the the, that that was that was his what like his one of his two big moments. That one and the one where he appears next to Randy Orton. Other than that, that that was pretty much what his run was for. That and his debut. Well, I love I love the whole NWO versus. uh... DX segment that was that was cool for the nostalgic boners that was awesome yeah Yeah. Yeah. that was definitely awesome Mitch is there anything if you could have a wish for the future or well let's just keep it a SummerSlam if you have one match set up for SummerSlam wish for the future have me back again I like talking (laughs) to you guys (laughs) but uh if you put one match for SummerSlam to book it right now what you got oh man this is a tough one um I don't know AJ Styles (laughs) <laughs> oh man this shows the i i i don't know man i i just think uh i i i just i hope that brock lesnar is on the card you know defending the title okay you know i i that's okay. that's my one that's my one wish like is it gonna happen is he gonna find a way to not well, have to the work schedules lesnar roman right now for summerslam yeah i don't i can't see that happening though isn't it only like a month away yeah but that's the schedule right now what do you think of that I don't know. I don't want to see that match again. Do you want to see it again? I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, the WrestleMania match wasn't like a, it was a little boring at times. Not as bad as the Undertaker Roman Reigns match. We can't blame yeah. Undertaker for that with his bad hips or whatever it was. You know, it's a shame that it came to that. But um, I think, uh, I don't think I want to see that match. Make it quick. Or what do match something... do you want to see then? Like, what match do you want to see at SummerSlam? Does it matter? Is it SmackDown or Raw? Or does no, it's it's all both are there. Both are there. It's got to be a crossover match. There's got to okay. be one of those on there. It's got to be a Raw SmackDown match. Somebody from Raw fighting, and it's going to probably involve Cena because isn't he the only one that's like not branded to created. one? Created. Yeah. If, so if where's, he gonna, one, where's he going to fit in? Pick one. I'd go. I, I I want Nakamura AJ to already happen. Yeah, that would be cool. SummerSlam. Yeah, I want I want that to happen at SummerSlam. I think it should be a WrestleMania match. To be honest with you. But, uh, you know, it could happen in some. So, I mean, they need some big matches on that. But I think that would be a great WrestleMania match, especially yeah, if they had too. a little bit. Me too. You know, and that's something that I'd like to see built up for like two months or something. Not, you know, uh, that, give... that would piss me off so much. I hate Nakamura. I hate him <laughs> so much. I, I've grown to really like him, man. You know, I was happy when he came over. I, I feel like they're going to bury him. It's something bad. Like, he's not going to get the. I just have it's that fear. Be, it's hard to be the king of strong style in a company that doesn't endorse strong style. Right. True. I feel, um, you know, I don't know. I, I, I guess you're, you're right about that, you know, but it's good that they put him on SmackDown. I got to say that, you know, yeah, if they put him on Raw. He would have got like buried or pushed aside. You know, I feel like Look at Finn Balor. Finn Balor wasn't even on the show last night. <sighs> Dude. You don't have a match. The man was uh, the first universal champion for a day, you know, or whatever it was a week. And a day, a day. Yeah. A day. and then. And then look what they did to him after that. When was the last time you saw the demon come out? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, we're gonna, is that going to be a WrestleMania thing? Like every WrestleMania, he's going to come out once a year as the demon? Like, what are they waiting for? It was, that's like his big shit. That's his draw, you know? Like, especially with The Undertaker, not an active wrestler. You need somebody like that. They got Bray Wyatt, but you need like... He's, he's going to 205 Live. There's no one else big enough to draw. He's going to 205. Who? 
Finn Balor is going to 205. You I think care. so? I guarantee. No, I, oh, I don't see that. No way. Either. I think they still no. got too much. They stuff like to him do too much. On the, on the, yeah, the, he's too big of a star. There's still that potential for the Bray Wyatt. He's too small. He's 190 pounds. Yeah, but he's he's so charismatic, bro. It's, there's some about that. Just like when he comes out, people go apeshit for it. And when he comes out as a demon, they go even more nuts for him. So I don't think they're gonna they're ready to send that to two hundred five. Well, isn't that what what two hundred five needs? Someone since they fucking released their other big star. Yeah, but that's too big, bro. <laughs> that, that he's overqualified for that show. Well, who else can beat Neville then? Who else? I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I don't know. They've already ran through. Everybody they could have in the. Un- I think Finn Balor is the only guy big enough to beat Neville and it be legitimate. Unless you start taking, like I said, unless you start crossing him over with some of the uh, British, with some of the British stars, you know, Mark Andrews, start throwing him against Pete Dunne, you know, what I'm saying Tyler Bate. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think they could ever re, re like resurrect him back from to a five live. Like I still think Neville can be returned like to the main roster. I think because I don't consider two or five live the main roster. So it's like almost like an NXT, you know, obviously they want it to be like a separate thing that they throw on once in a while, you know, except it has that one crossover match every Raw because they hate to fill in that three hour time slot. So they throw in that on that. Nobody cares about, you know, unfortunately, because these guys are very talented and they have no appreciation on that show. You know, you could see that nobody cheers that people don't care. You know, I would, that's why I was kind of excited about the, the Neville match at the, uh, the pay-per-view because I feel that it got some recognition and people actually gave a crap about it. And I think it was a lot to do with his opponent. You know what I'm saying? So whatever. So what would you say, what would you say is your favorite match then from the wrap up this whole, yeah, we still, that's how this all started, right? And we just kind of went on a tangent. Yeah. What would you you say was your favorite match from great ball? I don't know, man. Like I said, I kind of enjoyed most of them equally. I think they were all solid, you know, no, 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 no. Pick a favorite. Oh man. He's not going to let me get away with it. That's that's not how this podcast works. Well, I do think, like I said, I did, I did like, I did enjoy just about every match on this card. Um, I don't know, man. My, 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 my most anticipated match was the the main event. Obviously, I think everybody was anticipating that one, and that's why I think a lot of the other ones delivered because the expectations of those matches were very low, and they kind of like everybody came out kind of satisfied with that. Um, I'm still beating around the bush, by the way, because I'm thinking, so I'm trying to stall. Um. I don't know, man. Honestly, I, I really can't tell you. Um, you know, I, I guess at the, well, the we one I was looking, the, we all picked the ladies' match. Like every single one of us picked the ladies' match. As far as wrestling wise, like with uh, false finishes and things like that, I think that the women's match was definitely the best. And I wanted to say that too, but in my back of my mind, I'm like, it felt the most. You know it was just like the most traditional wrestling match of the yeah. night, if that, if that makes any sense. And it, it, the, you know, the, every time you thought it was over, it kind of mattered, you know what I'm saying? Which, um, which kind of like, kind of kept you on the edge of your seat, which is what the wrestling matches are supposed to do. You know, unfortunately they, with WWE nowadays, they don't always deliver, but, um, you know, I'm being hard on them, but, uh, I think it could be a lot better. Um, and in any case, I think, I, I you know, I'm going to go with that. You know, it's a, it's, it's really good. The women's match, definitely probably the best wrestling match of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, Entertainment value, you know, I feel, uh, I probably feel like, you know, even though the match was a little weak, I kind of really wanted to see that Lesnar, uh, Samoa Joe. So I kind of think that, you know, for, you know, but it was also the biggest letdown too. <laughs> so I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. Like it yeah, kind of was like a double edged sword, you know? I feel you. But, 
so well, Mitch, uh, can you tell our guests where they can reach you at if they got any questions about, you know, what you do as far as the toy business, anything like that? Well, yeah, you know, I'm just happy to be here, but I'll throw in the plug if you insist. Uh, that's basically, uh, we do all different types of collectibles. It's, uh, you know, it's basically wrestling, dr- wrestling driven right now, you know, especially vintage stuff. Um, but uh, it's, you know, www.hasteltoy.com. So it's H A S. T-T-E-L-T-O-Y.com. And then also, um, if you want to get the flash sales and things that I come across and put up right away, you can follow us on uh, Instagram. And it's Hastel Toy, one word, obviously. Uh, and uh, that's it, you know. But uh, again, you know, in, in my, my closing, I just wanted to thank you guys for having me. And it was a pleasure. And finally, nice to <laughs> speak speak to people that are knowledgeable wrestling fans because you don't encounter them as often as you'd like to, at least I don't. <laughs> so, you know, and, uh, and I respect the hell out of you guys and I appreciate uh, you having me on and hopefully, you know, you can squeeze me in every so often. I don't mind coming on and being a little bit of a guest. Yeah, and, and we're, always, we're always welcome to share some uh, heel heat yeah. with our, uh, with our Dolph Ziggler fans. Oh, yes. It was nice to have yeah. you, man. It, it was, was nice awesome. having you, man. Thanks brothers. I appreciate it. Well, that's been our wrap-up of Great Balls of Fire and a little bit of the week in wrestling and what we may have missed. Uh, as, as Mitch said, you guys, you know, hit him up at HasteltToys.com. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, his portfolio is amazing. And definitely go shop with the guy if you're looking for some nice wrestling figurines and toys and action figures to pick up, as well as other uh, memorabilia as well. All right, heels, as usual, cheer for your heels, and heat's never a bad thing. All right, catch y'all next time. Dolph Ziggler out.